Welcome to Ladies Who Lunch and Fellas Too, a podcast for classy, sassy, and business savvy individuals. Thanks for tuning in. Our wing woman of the week is my classy, sassy, and business savvy dear friend, Liz Henry. Liz is a realtor and the coach and director of production at Keller Williams Consultants Realty. And when she isn't working, she is super mom to the world's most adorable toddler ever and an outstanding wife. So, thank you so much for joining us today. All right. Well, welcome back to Ladies Who Lunch and Fellas Too. Our wing woman of the week is Liz Henry. Hi, guys. Welcome. Thanks for having me. My uh, my favorite other boss lady <laughs> in the building. <laughs> Well, so Liz is a um, a phenomenal realtor, a an amazing mother to the cutest, cutest, cutest little boy. <laughs> You're not Cole. biased at all. Not biased at all. I'm only up for what I call the honorary aunt <laughs> award, and <laughs> I'm I think I'm winning. But uh, yeah, come December you'll have two to spoil. So. I know. I know two little boys. I, I'm gonna be like surrounded by a bunch of testosterone. This will be this will be fun. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag boy mom. I will rock it. Trust Which me. I we were both so excited when I was a boy. I know. I know. I I kind of sort of wanted a little girl. Um, but then like when I found out it was a boy, I was just like, nope. I'm I'm a boy mom. That's my job. Yeah. I'm going to. I'm gonna love it. Plus, my first one, Cole, is like the sweetest little guy ever. Yes. So I love like mama cuddles. So yes, no, that's gonna be perfect. And you're like the perfect housewife. <laughs> For real. I am not. Trust me. There are. You make like, the best pot roast I've ever had in my life. That was a really good pot roast. That I was phenomenal. So. Which, like, Tommy was like, when we got home, he's like, oh, man, I wish we had some of that pot roast. He's like, which, by the way, you didn't eat enough of, which probably made her think it wasn't good. And I was like, what? It was the best pot roast ever. No. Are you, are I was you, like, what? The boys ate, like, I think, like, three healthy I know. It, I was so. like, I think you ate more than my portions. That's sir. okay. I even made, like, a little goodie bag for my father-in-law. So he, he really enjoyed it. But um, that was really, really good. Trust me, I have, like, so many cabinets in my kitchen that are super, like, cram-packed full of junk. But I've yet to un- unleash. Well, next time I'm over, I'm opening a cabinet because I have yet to see that. Um, it's there. It's there. It's like there's. It's hard though sometimes trying to like balance it all because you want to make sure like the basic needs are met and you're doing as best as you can. But there are going to be some things that slip through the cracks. And then you're also rocking it in real estate. Uh, that is a whole yeah. Career has been a definite shift for me, um, and that's actually how you and I met. Was yes. in real estate school. Yes. Um, we both had fabulous hair. and um you were engaged at the time I was I was engaged at the time so I got my real estate license got married a couple months later got pregnant and now two and a half years later I have another one on the way so all the while while working and I mean, like, you're not just working, like, you're constantly growing and expanding and getting better. Yeah, well, and that's, I think, a huge thing. Um, People, anybody that goes into any career to have a growth mindset, um, I talk to agents who have been agents for decades, and they're always learning. Right. Um, There's always something new you can figure out, um, new ways to do things, and for me, that was in real estate. Um, Learning how to juggle motherhood and real estate was interesting. Because it's not a traditional job. I don't have a nine to five. Um, you and know. your husband travels five days out of the week. He did. He well, prior to COVID, that's for right. sure. Um, yeah. So my husband took. I was seven months pregnant when he took a 
job position within his company, and I was really proud of him, but he was traveling 75% of the time. So it was learning how to do all of this and kind of juggle um, solo parenting, which is not a walk in the park. But again, I have an awesome kid who made it much easier for me than I think um, some others. So, but no, for me, it was that. And then growing also within real estate business, growing what that means, experience, it's a tough industry. You have got Mm -hmm. to have thick skin. Um, You've got to be able to take the word no. And then through that, I was given the opportunity within our market center over here in Dublin, Ohio, I'm an agent with Keller Williams Consultants, um, was to become a productivity coach. So I work with agents that are newly licensed um, or agents who are doing under a certain level of production and helping guide them to teach them what they know about real estate and how to run a business because you already know from firsthand experience what we learn in real estate school. You are a business owner. You are not a realtor. (laughs) Exactly. they don't really teach you that in in real estate school. They don't. They don't. Um, And that's the big thing is you are a small business owner. You have to have that mindset with it. Um, And so within that program, I was able to be given the freedom to grow um, into a program that's far more comprehensive. And we actually um, have been given a directive by Gary Keller himself of really vamping up what productivity coaching looks like. Um, so I'll be stepping into the position of director of production, working with a, a PC, a product, productivity coach, and then also adding on services and really beefing up what it is we're doing um, and taking this to a different level that's never been before. So we're to really help realtors succeed. Exactly. Um, so we're in uncharted territory, which I love and adore. Uh, so for me, this is exciting, and I get to work with some phenomenal people who are killing it, and I love being in a room with people who are a lot smarter than me because you get to learn so much from them. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. And, uh, I mean, you really have developed this with them, so you are you're so you're very heavily involved, <laughs> way more than you're giving yourself credit for. Uh, sometimes but, I, I definitely, would, but I, you really did. I mean, you developed this program. Yeah, and I had a lot of mentors and people that I talked to. Um, again, going into it with a growth mindset, much like with balancing mom, uh, being a mom and balancing work. It's it's a there's a you have to have a good support system. Right. So I'm super close with my in laws. They're phenomenal. I love and adore them. They've been a huge. I do too. <laughs> Uh, hashtag slightly obsessed. Uh, I actually Mary think, Henry. I think you knew my mother-in-law before I knew my I mother-in-law. Because <laughs> she's a realtor. I think one of the first things you asked me when you when you realized who I was date or engaged to at the time, where you're like, does he have a brother? No, you were married by the time. Oh yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right, and you were like, wait a minute, and you made like the connection. You're like, wait, does he have brothers? I'm like, no, just. Two sisters, sorry. I was like, you're Mary Henry's daughter-in-law? Like, your mother-in-law's Mary Henry? Yeah. She's so elegant. Uh, she still is. Uh, oh, so she, no, she still is. I know, is, I but... know. And she was a great mentor, though, like, when I got into yeah. real estate. Um, and teaching me a lot of the ways to, ha- how to handle things appropriately. Um, she was always a sounding board for me. So, and I had a lot of support when it came to that, whether it came to being somebody who could be there to, to watch Cole when I needed to go do business things. Right. Um, and then we also have a really strong knit community in Marysville, Ohio, where we live. Um, the Shoemaker yes. girls have been watching Cole since he was little, and they are the most wonderful, loving family. We could not be luckier to have them in our lives. So again, I know you always tell me about that. I'm like, how? <laughs> they're three sisters. They're like... They, I know. Um, so one is she's officially a nurse. Um, the other one's in nursing school. And the third one is she's in her senior year of high school. Um, and she is taking college classes as a senior. She's just super smart, incredibly 
like she's so sweet um and she's great with cole and super educational and very interactive and he loves and adores all of them yeah you're very blessed to have that that's for sure we got really lucky with that but again it's the mentality that i can't do it all by myself and i realized that so yeah it's been it's been fun um but i think another really important thing when we talk about a lot of this and we say like hey being able to um, accomplish a lot is the fact that I had to give up some things of a mentality of, like, I could do it all. Right. So if you have the ability, like, things like leveraging, having a person come clean your house once a month so that they can scrub the floorboards for you. Right, yeah. Um, was definitely, like, a pride moment of having to set that down, but it there's something about it that allows you to be able to do more and being able to set that aside and it's setting your ego aside and saying, what can I do to make sure that, that I'm able to kind of be there and more present. Right. No, I love that. And, you know, like, I am not shy about <laughs> having a cleaning lady. Uh, <laughs> I think that really, truly, I know people say, oh, I can't afford it. If you think of how much it really actually costs and how much it alleviates stress-wise and all that, I just don't, especially being a perfectionist. Like, and I know yeah. you are too. Like, if our house isn't in order, we can't function. So it just... A lot of the times, and I think for a lot more people than they actually think, it's well, well, well worth the money. It is. And I know that cost is something um, that people do have kind of a mentality about. Um, but I think it's, it's a give and take. There are certain things that we go without in order mm-hmm. to have what we want. And it's finding those those things that actually make you happy and those things that are actually going to help your life be better rather than, well, I can't afford that, so I'm not going to think about the idea of it. Right. Yes. So And don't. We don't have her in every week or anything like that. Once a month is good for us. But it also forces me to actually, like, rage clean, like, everything to make sure everything's put away <laughs> before she comes. Right. Um, but, no, for me, having a, having order it helps me, and that's, like, my way of being able to handle, like, the stress and the anxiety of everything that's been going on. I love your chalk wall. <laughs> You're, like, famous on Facebook for it, oh, I feel God. like. Um, my chalkboard so wall in my kitchen. You're very artistic. Yes. I liked I like to be artsy in my own my own little way. Um, it's very cute and very creative. Well, like for you. real. But <laughs> because you love order so much, you usually put your menu on it for the week, don't you? I do. I do. Um, it helps me again organize my thoughts. Like I don't have to like it's and honestly, here's what it comes down to. It's decision fatigue. Like in a single day, we have to make so many decisions every single day. Um, and so think about it this way. If we take Sunday afternoons and I either meal prep or I think about what my menu is going to be like, I get my grocery list put together, I know what I'm doing, I choose my outfits for the week, I choose my son's outfits for the week. If I prep myself and then every day when I wake up, it's not this mad it's rush. Easier. Exactly. I don't have to overthink things. I love that. Yeah. And so it's not, I think some people think about it of, oh my gosh, I can't be that, you know well organized one it's a habit you create and two again it's decision fatigue we have to think constantly about all these different things in the world why not take a moment and just allow ourselves to think about it all at once get the it small over things with. that we can control exactly because there's a lot that we can't right now yes yeah especially right now well so a lot of the times we talk about hashtag underrated things <laughs> and like snacks movies so on and so forth music but I felt like as a boy mom, kid snacks might be a good, oh, that's good a theme. Good so what are some underrated? And then we could do adult snacks. I know like Sean is the <laughs> king. Like Tommy, lover boy, loves 
next. So Oh god, Tommy and Sean's little bromance cracks. They me have up. a huge bromance. They do. Um so kid snacks. We have two drawers in our kitchen that are pullouts. Cole knows to go there for his snackies. Um for him, he has one that we call grandpa cookie. It's you know the oatmeal cookies that you get from like little Debbie's? Oh yeah, the pie things. Yes. Okay. So my father in law, those are his favorite cookies. He's been sharing them with Cole since Cole could eat solids, and now we call it a grandpa cookie. So that's like one of his go tos. Um, but for us, it's a lot of those like applesauce packets because they're quick and easy. You mm-hmm. can throw them in. The dried fruit bar strips are super easy because they don't they don't melt, they don't expire. It's not like you have to refrigerate them. Those are super simple. And then, like, an always a go-to for us are goldfish because the yeah. kid could eat his body weight in goldfish, I swear. What's it about kids with goldfish? I love goldfish. I mean, I do too, but, like, kids don't like cheese as they like goldfish. Uh, could specifically. Be the, could be the fun shapes. Yeah. He's, like, currently jamming on, like, the pretzel-flavored ones. Okay. He, like... The yeah. fun shapes, when I brought him, I always bring him candy. <laughs> yes. Way too much candy. Way too much. And um, last time I got him these, like, on the bag it said gourmet, so I don't know. But gourmet, what were they? Um, worms? Worms yes. instead of bears. So I oh, usually yes. get him gummy bears. I got him gummy worms. And he acted petrified and almost started crying. And I was like, oh, my God. And then after I texted her and I was like, I'm sorry. I scared him with the worms. And she's like, he was being dramatic. He's currently shoveling them in. Yes. Uh, gummy bears and gummy worms are his favorite. Yeah. His, he, like, could eat them by the poundful, which he should not. Uh, but he Only when I'm there. Uh, he <laughs> got his junk food gene, I think, from both Sean and I, which is unfortunate. So we have to, like, curb it. I promise that we do feed him. Fruits and vegetables. <laughs> yes, I watched. Um, I've yes. seen it. He does eat his fruits and vegetables. He's a, he's a junk foodaholic, which is not the greatest. But, um, no, he, like, freaking loves those gummy bears. And that's, like, a thing that um, he'll say. Like, we'll be in the, the grocery store and be like, all right, Mommy, gummy bears? And he'll just kind of, like, look at you with a really sweet face. And you're like, all right, kid. How can you so say no? You have to learn, too. Yeah, so, I know, right? No, so those are some of my go-to snacks for him, especially because we can grab and go. Um, you probably, I think I have actually gummy bears in my purse right now and probably a granola bar for him. Honestly. I was actually trying to find a cotton candy for him and I couldn't. I. It's hard to find. It is really hard to find. It is not the easiest thing. Um, as for like underrated adult snacks, I don't, that's a hard one. Like we are, we're major munchers in our, our family. So like Microwave popcorn, it, by the way, has to be the theater butter. Don't go with, like, the cheap one. Go high, what, high quality with it. Okay, so, ironically, um, I was going to make homemade popcorn, and it just didn't come out like I was expecting it. Yeah. And I was, like, weirdly thinking in my head, I bet you Liz knows how to do this and would never buy no. microwave popcorn. I was like, because I never buy microwave popcorn. We do, because it's, it's it taste, it's totally different, and I know it's probably a ton of preservatives. And it's so much easier, I yes, feel. it is. Like, there was a lot of shaking. It was just like, I mean, this, they popped and didn't burn, but it wasn't, like, air fluffy. It was yeah. not, it sucked. No, we, we are big popcorn fanatics in our household, like, huge for some reason. That's, like, a good, like, go-to snack, and uh, Cole does have a deep love for that as well. So, but it's, like, a little <laughs> bit less guilt-ridden, I think, snack than some of the others, but... Um, my husband's also obsessed with like chips and salsa, you know, his love of hot sauce. Yeah. Yeah. So there's always tortilla chips in our house. And then I honestly like, it's whatever's in there. Like I will graze on 
But it's terrible because a lot of it's dictated by like what Cole likes or what Sean likes. Oh, and then... right. So you just it's that's a mom thing. I, feel I think like. so. <laughs> I think so. Well, because here's the other problem is like anytime I buy anything I love, like I'm a zebra cake, like junk food right. alcoholic. I love them, but anytime I hide them, one of the two boys in the household finds them and then they're gone. So I've just got like, it. I've got to find better hiding spots, guys. <laughs> I have to. That's funny. I love that. Well, um. Actually, what was that? What did you make when we were there for dessert? And I was like, oh, man, Tommy doesn't like... Oh, apple pie. I made homemade apple pie, and then I was told... He's so rude. <laughs> no, it was actually... It was um, it was Dutch apple pie with a crumble on top. That's okay. It More was, for me. It was great, which, by the way, Christopher Scott this morning, our producer, was just telling me <laughs> that he was up at <laughs> really early this morning and had apple pie and toast for breakfast with some turkey bacon. Oh. And I was like, see, like, just do whatever you want when you're an adult, exactly. as long as you get your shit done. <laughs> exactly. You know? I'll have to, next time I come, I'll have to bring you apple pie. Oh, like, it was great. But it's so funny bad. you mentioned the crumble, because we both, I was like, but it, did it have the crumble? Because then it's not. And he was like, of course. You gotta have the crumble. Yes, yours, though, was so good. That was really good. You gotta get to the Tillamook <laughs> vanilla ice cream with yeah, it. Right. It's like the good stuff. I know. I'm and I, I'm picky. I it, love it. I know. Like she texted me. Like by the way, she always texts me such a cute little menu. But like she texts me. By the way, the vanilla ice cream is like this brand, and I was like, I don't even know what that means, but I'm scared to admit it. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, it better be. <laughs> <laughs> no, my sister-in-law actually introduced me to Tillamook a couple of years ago. It's a little bit pricier, however. It's super good. Well, yeah. I mean, certain things are, when I feel like if it comes to um, ice cream, it has to do with that vanilla being real or not. Yes. And it's so it's worth the extra money in that case. They make great root beer floats, too, or orange cream soda floats. I think that is very underrated. Um, I think so, too. So we have, so in Marysville, we have Benny's close to us, um, which is like a big pizza place. A lot of people know about it. Yeah. Um, I think Tommy, like, wants to go there. Often that and wits with him. Um. (laughs) Lover boy and I have a total different idea of date night, yes. Uh, Yeah. Uh, So I think every time he comes up to Marysville, he's like, ah, wits. I think actually every time he comes to Marysville, we always go to wits with you guys. Um, But they have homemade root beer, and it's like phenomenally delicious. All right, good. Because last time, remember, I've just never been like to. I usually end up eating a bite of his because uh, I don't like what they, he gets me. But float. yeah, they've also made their orange cream soda, which is really good too. Ow! And I got the strawberry shortcake Sunday last time. It was delicious. That so. does sound yeah. Okay, now I'm hungry. Thanks. <laughs> and by the way, I'm a, we're doing this detox cleanse for oh. seven days, so that's cute. As I'm, like, talking about all these underrated snacks. Sorry. Um, Well, it's funny now. We've been talking about food. Um, (laughs) What is your favorite ladies who lunch spot? That's a In in the 614. In the 614. Okay. So, Mezzo in Dublin, definitely, for the That's our favorite date night spot. That is our favorite date night spot. The um, The Mezzo chicken. Oh, my Atlanta. So good. So good. Their risotto is delicious there. You have to get it as a side now, though. Um. Never uh, undercooked, by the way. No, it's always so good. It's great, though, because it's like has a great atmosphere, whether you want it to be like a more formal, a more casual place. And then there's so much around that you can go to, um, which is 
great. So whether you want to be able to like walk down and grab a beer afterwards or you want to grab a drink at the Avenue, something that kind of like fits all the bills and it's close to also Bridge Park. Yeah. So we can kind of, if we want to meander over there. Well, and I do like the um, outdoor patios upstairs and downstairs. They have a lot of patio seating. They do have a lot of patio seating. It's just like a nice ambiance. It's a great place to go and it's relatively moderately priced. So it's not like you're going to be dropping, you know, $50 a plate. So it's, I think it's a good place for Lady to Lunch. Um, definitely a good, like, date night. And yes. Then I do think they have a good wine special, yes, don't they? I forget they what do. it is, though. I think Thursdays or something. They do. They have and actually a lot of places in that area, like Tucci's also. They have one of my favorite breakfasts. Well, they used to. I don't know, post-COVID, if they do. Um, but they anything in that area has been really, really, really delicious for me. Um, I don't go downtown a lot anymore, like short north, just because yeah. we're you know we're so much in Marysville and then Dublin area. Well, Dublin is still six one four. I know. Is I know. Marysville? No, they, six. Oh. Uh, Marysville's nine three seven. Oh, okay. No, I have, I have my faves up there, but we definitely we do go to Dublin a lot. We were actually there well, last night. Well, then it could be nine three seven. I thought Marysville was six one four. No, I'm sorry. Marysville's a nine three seven. Okay, hashtag nine three seven. We're like our own little like our own little area. Um, no, if you're in Marysville. Um, we have a lot of really great, like... Well, uh, you're the mayor of Marysville, so yeah, no, I'm sorry. I that's am what I not. I love their food, though. Head. We have um, Mad Dog. We'll have to go there next time. They have, like, gourmet hot dogs, which I know you're, like, giving me that look. Don't give me that look, but... I'm giving you that look because I'm shocked that you eat a hot dog. Not so that I would good. They're, like, the big gourmet ones with, like, all the trimmings on them. But they make this, like, fire-grilled corn, like, on the sidewalk caramelized okay. and delicious We're like gone. covered with this poor blend of cheese it's so good um and they actually have a really good beer draft selection not that i'm drinking right now it's called mad dog mad dogs well n- neither am i <laughs> or For very different reasons yeah, right very now. Different reasons. <laughs> um, so though those those are really good um and it's just it's a nice atmosphere because we you know living close to uptown we walk down there we're able to kind of meander and mingle um so we really love being in a small town but in dublin is is our next is our next best thing and that's where we we definitely have a lot of date nights at mezzo tucci's for breakfast well you and i love j-lo oh my gosh i love my j-lo j-lo but j-lo always gets rid of everything we love i know it's a notorious thing i know i think you i think you and i first and it's j-lo in dublin it's j-lo in dublin yes yes, the one they i love their patio being able to sit there and watch the cars go by and Mm -hmm. kind of like be immersed in all of it and again it's just kind of that area of like everything's walkable so it's really really nice for us and their new library is gorgeous by the way yes yes i know and is the parking still free i believe so that's yeah a lot of people yeah that's a Shout out to free parking, <laughs> always. Um, okay, so um, we'll play a game, Fun with Fifi, hashtag Fun with Fifi. So we'll ask you a few random questions about things. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so just because this would, like, melt my heart, oh, I want you to tell me your most embarrassing moment. <laughs> um, in the past 24 hours or no, ever? in life. <laughs> Or, like, in your adulthood. In my adulthood. I have way too many to even, like, count, quite honestly. I I don't know. I, I, I have to think about this one. Um, I've done everything from, like, fall and sli- – like, you know, okay, this – I think everybody can attest to this one. Every woman can attest to this one. 
do you know those like outfits that you have where like you are rocking it and like you know you look good and like you're like exiting the building or something and like walking away and you've got that sachet and then all of a sudden like you slip and fall on your heels and everybody's looking at you? I have done that on multiple occasions. Oh my gosh. And that, that is the most suck. Oh, it's <laughs> the most embarrassing situation. And you like literally are like, okay, either can I like, you know, hold my head up higher or am I just gonna like slink away? Uh definitely have had lots of those moments. Um <laughs> Actually, lots yeah yeah Fourth or like, like reply all to emails you're not meaning to oh that has happened before. okay that's actually yeah <laughs> no or like if you you know some group text you'll be in with the same people but like two extra on one and yes. not on the other so if you go to text it you can't really tell yeah that sucks. Yeah. Or like miss texting a client something or emojis gone bad or, or, or. Well, the swipe texting sometimes, it'll come up with the craziest stuff and it like. Uh, that's not what I meant to say. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that happened. I don't know. Like, that's hard with the most embarrassing moments because there's a lot of them, unfortunately for me. Like there's always something. I'm always like. You know what? One of the most embarrassing things that has happened between you and I. <laughs> God. <laughs> is um at GDRA which is Greater Dublin Realty Association um networking meeting on Friday morning it was held at the golf club of Dublin instead of Muirfield Village that week because mm-hmm. of a conflict and remember we were standing in yes. the back like kind of middle back talking and because we hadn't seen each other in a while and we both had a great outfit and everyone like we were not being loud but I guess like people were staring or whatever so we weren't paying attention and um Kevin Nally called us out and he's like ladies ladies that conversation looks great you should probably take the mic and engage us or take a seat you were wearing a navy Ralph Lauren shift dress and I was wearing a navy jumpsuit. Yes, and we both had white purses and shoes. We did with like I can't believe you remember what I was wearing. <laughs> I remember what you were wearing, but I was actually trying to think. I knew I had white shoes. No, you had the the navy. I crazy brain where I like I know. Yeah, crazy crazy brain. Well, uh, I have associative recall memory, so like that's how I typically remember things. I'm like, "Oh yeah, you were wearing this." And like people would be like, "That's you you remember?" Yeah, like, yeah, yes. that's how I remember it. Uh-oh. No, I remember that. That was really, and everyone was like staring at us. But I will have to say that at least we had good outfits. Yes. We're adorable, and people confuse us all the time. Right. So. And also, Kevin was doing it out of complete like love and embarrassment. Like, he wanted to embarrass us. He was not being like douchey. Not malicious, no. It, like, if someone else would have done that at the meeting, I would have left. Oh no! You gotta like. You gotta Although that it. morning he did, uh, we were standing by his French toast because he did. The- <laughs> yes, that French was, toast casserole is so good. It really was. Uh, Kevin's a great cook. I I want some more of that French toast. Actually, you're making me hungry for that. Mm. Okay, so I'm gonna ask you more random questions. Okay, you're not it. gonna get out of it. That's okay. Bring it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um. So okay, what is one word to describe yourself if you just had to use one? Oh, my Lanta. Um. Just one? Okay. Like, just one. I know that's right. (laughs) This is hard. I don't know. I have no idea. Hold on. I got to... I mean, what would you use? For me or you? For me. Um, I was thinking that, like, really quick. I was going to say fabulous. Because, like, okay, if you go with, like, character stuff, like, that's a little, like, all right, but then what does that mean? Like, if, if the word was loyal, like... 
All right, that's great, but one word. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> tough. That's tough. Um, like, what's the one word you would like want? Like, I would want people to say fabulous because the character stuff gets a little too deep. You can't use one word. Yeah, she's got to be one word that comes to mind. Like Liz Henry, I think realtor. <laughs> <laughs> that's I want to hear that more. Yeah, um, I, I mean, really, I don't know, a gritty maybe. I know, it sounds really like, I know, you're giving me a weird look because... No, I, li- I mean, I'm intrigued. Yeah, okay, so Angela Duckworth wrote a book called Grit. Um, it's a phenomenal book. We did it for a book club recently in Keller Williams. I read it on my own again. And it talks about... What is about it called? Grit, G-R-I-T. Grit. Okay. Um, Angela Duckworth. And she talks about uh, people who have the ability to kind of persevere through things or when, like when they get knocked down to be able to kind of shift what that looks like. Um, there's a chapter in there for businesses. There's a chapter in there of how to raise gritty children and kind of what that looks like. So it's multifaceted with it. Um, but I would have to say that I would say like gritty. Um, I love, okay. <laughs> the sound of the word, not my fave. But I know. it is, that's great. I know. It doesn't have the most. I'm over here like fabulous. Fabulous. It doesn't have the most. Um, but I think it also brings, um, like, a little bit more of a reality to it as well because it's, like, you can, again, like, walk in with that fabulous outfit on but still, like, trip over your heels or, like, your purse is a mess and filled with iced tea because you accidentally spilled it in there. Right. And that's, like, the reality of, like, how am I going to handle the situation that I'm being handed? Like, what does that look like? And am I may be able to walk away from this and help, like, with... And grow. <laughs> exactly. Or am I going to, like, slink off and then just, like ruminate on it over and over again i love that yeah so okay, it's a little so out I like gritty <laughs> when gritty has an explanation with it it makes a lot of sense I, that's I a good know. word it's i wish there was a better word because like the word slimy and and slippery mean the same thing but one has a better connotation would you prefer to step on a slippery rock or a slimy rock slippery exactly yeah so it's just i think finding maybe i i got a noodle on how to find that's a, better, a good one better connotation for i that. like that so I know um, this might be like, a, oh, I got to think about that. But who would be one of your mentors? Because you are, I know you have a lot to choose from. <laughs> um, and I know, especially, you know, being a young wife and mom and all that, like, you're very successful. So I know you've got a bunch. But who's someone that really stands out and why? Oh, that's a fantastic question. It's a hard one. Um... Oh, my Lanta. I definitely, I definitely look up to my mother-in-law a lot. I know that, I know you have yeah, always had a I deep love for her. Um, but she, she was a woman who took on the role of motherhood. She is a fierce mama bear, but at the same time is also a fierce businesswoman as well. Yeah. Like she's very like business minded. And I think um, that's very underrated from a lot of other people. I'm always her biggest defender when it comes to like, she's a lot smarter than, than people think she is. Mm-hmm. Um but I've learned a lot from her in regards to like handle situations. I ask her a lot of questions, whether it's real estate related or like mom related. <laughs> mom, like I'm like, is this normal for them to do this? Is this a normal color? So, um, <laughs> you know, and I definitely, I definitely have my mom too that I call with like weird mom stuff or like the one that I just like am, when I'm over people. I have a, I have that venting too. Um, but I've been really lucky to have just a surrounding of women who too many to actually even name, but. Um, People, you are you are who are you surround yourself with, and so I've been I really agree. lucky to be able to surround myself with a lot of women. But even people like for you and your business building, like always been amazed by that, as well as um, other girlfriends of mine who have made tough choices that have been what's best for them, um, and seeing how they've 
know, persevered above that and really begun to shine. And so I think when we say mentor, we have to realize that sometimes it's not always a person that is, we feel above and better than us, but right. somebody that is just really rocking it in that part of their life. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, and you look up to certain people in certain ways. Like, I look up to you in the motherhood <laughs> way. Like, I will, you know, like, I'm not doing the mom thing. So, like, I really look up to you for that, for real, and I couldn't do it as well as you do. That's why I'm not doing it. It's, but, no, no, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> That's no, not why I'm not doing there's it. But. A, there's a lot of, like bad hair days and mornings where you're just like exhausted or that's okay I mean I would like when people talk about oh I don't like you your hair always looks good or you're always wearing heels or how do you like how is your house always clean cleaning lady but um (laughs) it's called leveraging yeah (laughs) but honestly it's like my I always say I don't have kids like so what would be my excuse to not be at my absolute best that's I don't have an excuse. Not that kids are an excuse, but like, I couldn't do it. There would be, I wouldn't, I would wear slippers. I think you'd be really surprised. (laughs) Out Um, to public, like, to Yeah, so I've gotten a lot of comments about, uh, you know, life is going to drastically change when number two comes around. And I'm, I know that. I've, I've kind of like meant to prepare myself for it. Um, but the way I look at it is, like, I had to learn to adjust when number one came around, and I'm just going to have to learn how to adjust when number two comes around. Right. And, like, what are those priorities and um, focus on that. And I think the really big thing, and sometimes I feel really selfish about saying this, is what are the things that I find important to me that I don't want to lose that part of myself for? Right. And if it means I love that. that I take an hour out every two weeks, so two hours out of the month, and get my nails done because it makes me happy – then I'm, that's okay. Like, it's it doesn't put a financial strain on our household. It doesn't put um, a time restraint on our household. I find those things to be silly, yes, sometimes, but it's important to Necessary, me. Necessary, right. Yeah, it's and it's trying to find those little bits of myself that I can still um, have and still have that deep love for my children and, and really have a big focus on them. Like, our my life revolves around my kids right now. And that's, right. <laughs> I mean, that's the cycle of life I'm in. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose that little part of me that's me because when they grow up and they move on, what am I left with? Right. And I think that it takes a much stronger person to see and realize that and and face that now than it is to, you know, when they do leave, then realize like, oh wow, you know. Yeah. I've again, I'm super lucky. I t- I say this over and over again, and I really want to get this point across: is I am surrounded by incredibly strong women. That um, whether they decide to have children or not, whether they decide to have one or five or seven, that are doing amazing things in their life and watching how they continue to pursue their passions and marry that with motherhood. That's fabulous. (laughs) Always so well spoken. The fabulous, fabulous Liz Henry. Well, thank you so much. I hope you had fun. I did. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. (laughs) Thanks. And, well, Fifi finally went to sleep. She did. She's in her princess She was so excited. She can finally have a... Um, tater tot. Yeah, tater tot. <laughs> I know a better one under the table. It's like, don't tell mom. Well, thank you so much. You were the most fabulous wing woman of the week. Thank and you. we look forward to talking to you again soon. Awesome. Thanks so much.